Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 51. Today, Evan Carter. Uh, Evan Carter is going to be joining us, but before we get Evan Carter, the outfielder for the Texas Rangers playing for the Hickory Crawdads, we need to talk about the big league club and who's coming to the big league club tonight. Tonight, yeah. Uh, Friday the... Night. What was the day? The ninth. All right. The night. I know. Monday's my birthday, so I'm going to be old. <laughs> the queen. The queen passed yesterday. So, uh, uh, anyway, that 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 shouldn't overshadow the Josh Young news. That was kind of the joke going around yesterday before we talked to him that the the, the queen picked a heck of a day to die. But yeah, um, if we talked to him yesterday. He's he's got a lot going on. You know, he's nervous. He's excited. He's uh, all those things. This is this is something that's been very overdue. You know. Um, probably well past due for for him you know he, he probably should have debuted last year but he had the spring foot surgery everybody thought oh this year no problem he'll be up by may 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 make the team out of out of spring out training of spring training and uh yeah, he had that shoulder injury before minor league camp even started so um he's he's been waiting a long time for this and uh it it i he's not the only one you know, no, you and I have been. Yeah, you know, the the organization has the fans who who follow this stuff closely have, and uh, look, you know, this is the this is the start. You know, he he shouldn't ever go back to the minors. He's going to be the opening day third baseman next year. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's time. And I know there's a lot of uh, upset people about him not debuting a few weeks ago, and we we, we actually you know we asked him about that too, and. Uh, you know, he had the right answer, of course, is out of his control, but right. um, it's, uh, it, it's go time now. Well, we also had on Chris Young for episode 50 yeah. and he's basically, look, they, you know, Josh had, had played what tw- he's played now 21 games at triple A, 23, 23, 23, whatever, yeah. but he hadn't made a lot of strenuous plays at third base. He wanted to see him play so many days in a row at third base. He also hadn't had a lot of diving plays, yeah. uh, strenuous plays and stuff like that. You don't get many chances at third i mean i mean i guess there could be a game where everybody hits the ball with third base but normally you know you get a couple plays a game to do that they wanted to see him doing that and making those plays recovering doing that and so now they feel he's ready i think when we first heard the news we actually had kind of heard he was going to be coming out yesterday you went out there we wondered what was going to happen with ezekiel duran that's been answered now he's gone to triple a i i'm i applaud this i understand why they're doing it yeah, it's it's a tough break for Duran because he's really done nothing to right. to deserve it. I mean, he you know he's pretty I don't know inconsistent at the plate, but he's hitting two thirty six or something like that. But he's been yep. really pretty good at third base. He's got a great arm. He's sneaky fast. He's got some power in his bat. Right. And you know where the Rangers are right now, it's you know it's rebuild time still. It's time to look at these guys. Well, he's got a pretty long look. He's got two hundred and eight at bats this season. Um, right. You know, but. To to just flat bench him and have him idle for the last four weeks of the season no, that's doesn't not work. So in the AAA season, it, it's 155 games, so they're going to the end of September. Right. Whereas you know next week, all the other seasons end, AAA will keep playing. So there are opportunity for him to get at bats, to keep working, uh, to to build something positive, to end the year, to get into the off season uh, program, and then be healthy and go through the full year and then go to go to camp next year and and have a position to win a job and you know i i kind of wrote about this today in the the ranger today newsletter uh 5.99 a month 60 dollars a year 35 for half a year for six six uh, months the the newsletter is free every day right uh, monday through friday but you know he's he could be a super utility guy and i know that that up the middle with seager and simeon they don't like to take days off but you can give him DH days and give him sure. bats. I wait. Josh Young's going to need days off. Yeah, you know, uh, whoever whoever's in left field, and maybe it's Duran, but whoever's in left field is going to need a day off. So, um, you know, there would be a, there would be ways to get him at bats where he could be and, and put him in positions where he could really uh, be at his best and help the team. So it's a 
it's a it's a good good problem to have when you have all this talent. Um, it, it, but when you have minor league options and a, you know sometimes you get the short end of the stick. Well, let's be honest. I mean, Josh Young is the heir apparent at third base. They they I think everyone knows that that is the guy they see taking that job. He was supposed to take that job this year. Sure. Um, and so you see Josh Smith come back up. Um, Josh Smith legitimately is a super utility guy. This is a guy that plays all around the infield. He plays some outfield. Yeah. I think I think right now they want to see Durant still batting every day. Yeah. Josh Smith is easier to work him in around and do that. Mm-hmm. that and that that's kind of my feeling coming back. I think Josh Smith's future in the league is also as a super utility guy. Yeah. Um, unless there's an injury. Um also very talented guy too. Right. Uh and and you know, I think they want to see a little more power out of him, but it, I think in this regard Duran down him up is because they want Duran to play every day and hit, get those at bats. Uh, Smith will still get at bats every week. He's an easier guy to plug in somewhere. But you know, I think right now Duran Duran outplayed Smith. He just did, and and I love Smith. I think Smith's yeah. a talented guy. Duran needs to be playing every day. Yeah. Um, so so young to bring. So before I forget, he did die. He has. He said he dove a couple times on the shoulder including last week at Albuquerque. I think he said that was his first one. He got up and he felt fine and he knew he the shoulder was fine. Uh, to, to what we're talking about, you know, Smith and Duran with this organization are going to be super utility guys. That yep. doesn't mean they can't play everywhere. And right. can't play every day at a position somewhere else. And maybe that's ultimately what happens, you know, because the Rangers have um, a lot of young talent. They want to get some older talent, some pitching talent, and, and maybe these guys get traded. I mean, that's just a reality you know and and and, um but you know smith smith uh went to the minor leagues and did exactly what he was supposed to do he got better i mean he he started hitting again whatever maybe it's just the difference between triple a pitching and major league pitching but he's been he's been really really good uh down there at round rock so um and that's what you want to see you don't want to see a guy go down there and sulk and pout and and feel sorry for himself you want to see him go and do the work and and he he has earned the right to come back, and and maybe this is just the Rangers being fair, you know, juggle, trying to juggle the balance and everything between Duran and Smith, who are, who are very good friends and former roommates. Well, so, yep. you know, uh, they they get it, but it's uh, it'll, and now yeah. let's see how Duran responds. I, sure. You know, that's good. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I mean, Smith was playing better down at AAA. Now let's see how Duran reacts to the demotion. Does he go yeah. down there and rake for the next couple of weeks? Also, sure. So, sure. I mean, good. and that's great. You know, we got to talk about Nate Lowe. Before we, yeah. the, the, I mean, I think he's solidifying his job over at first base, or at least as a bat in this lineup. Yeah, yeah, the defense has to be better, but the the bat is exactly what the Rangers needed to see this year. And and you know, Nate started out really, really well. Then he went through a long slump, and at the time he was slumping. I was writing a story about about him for the Rangers program, and uh, he was like, "Man, I'm getting my teeth kicked in," and I was like, "All right, well." He, and he knows he, he knew at the time and he knows now he's still trying to establish himself I'm like well what do you need to do and he said I have to slug I have to hit for power that's it and uh, he's he's got 24 home runs as we sit here today this morning which is a career high uh, his his OPS is 867 I think which would be a career high his batting average is 306 which would be a career high look he's he's been the Rangers most consistent hitter. Uh, he's probably he he he's probably, at least in my view, the Rangers Player of the Year, uh, just for what he's done with the bat. Um, I mean, you don't get a lot of guys who hit 300, and he's got a chance to hit 30 home runs. Yeah, it's the best season by a Rangers for first baseman since Mark Teixeira. I was about to say, who, you know, when's the and last time a Ranger first baseman 16, did it? It's 16 years ago. So, yeah. um, hitting know, 300 is the one we haven't seen for a first baseman for in a anybody. While. Yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, Rangers player hasn't hit 300 since 2017, so uh, it's uh, it's a, obviously one of the best developments, one of the best things that could happen. And now with 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 this with young um, young coming up, Simeon Seager low, you might have the infield for the next six years. Yeah, you know, the 2023 at least. Not yeah. six, but you know, low is is going to hit arbitration and free agency before then. It. Um, before the Simeon contract expires, but potentially the infield tonight's game and the rest of the season will be the infield to open 2023, 2024, 2025. I mean, there's a chance that, that what you, what you see tonight is what you're going to get here for the next 
multiple seasons. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, you know, let's go over the Rangers and where they are right now. By the way, in case you were wondering, they have been eliminated from the uh, AL West. They are not going to win the AL West. They are officially eliminated. Yes. What's their magic number? Uh, they, their elimination number is 10 in the wild card. In the wild card. They're yeah. 17 games back in the wild card. So if you're holding hope, there is a chance. But uh, they're 59-77 and 77 overall. They're 1-9 in their last 10. They've lost the last game. We saw that in Houston. Um Obviously, not the season they wanted. They are going to finish above what they did last year. Uh, well, we hope they win at least two games in the next 25. That would put them above. They're one game away from 60, which they won last year. Um, obviously, we think they might get up to 70. That's a good yeah, chance. Yeah, 70's probably... And 70, I think we thought they were going to do at least half, you know, five more games more than that or two to five more games more than that. It was kind of what, what the... what And there's still a chance to get there if they go on yeah. some sort of run, but... Uh, I don't know if that would have saved Chris Woodward's job uh, there. I don't know. We we didn't know. We didn't think it was yeah. really Chris's fault. Don't see this as really Beasley's fault. But you know what? They've made the move already. Doesn't matter where they finish now. They're looking yeah. for a manager. Yeah, and uh, that's obviously going to be the big story, the big next story. I mean, Josh Young is the, the big was the that's the big the, one today. The, that's probably the biggest story the rest of the year. And then um, and and then yeah, you'll see what happens with the manager and. Who knows how long that's going to take? And, you know, it took the Rangers into November last time because you know Woodward was uh, with the Dodgers who went to the World Series. Right. So uh, if it's somebody on a it's on a playoff on, team, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I'm sure there are guys who will be uh, interviewed who are on playoff teams. So uh, got to have some patience on it. You know, it's not going to be a two week deal like it was with with uh, Jeff Banster, unless unless the Rangers are just absolutely totally convinced that Tony Beasley's their guy. They could, they could do it. They could the, pull that trigger right away. <laughs> do it the say, day after the season. They could do it now, but yeah. I, they're not going to do that. They're going to do a, a search and, and go through the process and see if they can. Chris Young is going to do his homework yeah. is what he's going to sure. do. Nothing against Beasley. He loves Beasley. It's just, he's going to, he's going to, he wants to hear other people's ideas and go out because look, he knows they want to compete this year. Well, and they're already talking about these ideas. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure that, that, They've maybe even sent out some feelers and and, and stuff like that. So um, they'll they'll try to hit the ground running, but they can only run as far as the the pace of the season lets them. And 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 of course, you know, there's the old uh, unwritten rule, I guess, in baseball from the commissioner's office is you don't make any big announcements during the World Series. No, during uh, the playoffs. You know, yeah, you you have to call and get their permission. You know, maybe you can do it on an off day or something like that. But they don't want anything to distract from from the the prize on the field so they could be they could be doing some interviews even while oh, people, yeah. teams are in the playoffs do that maybe come to a conclusion but they're not going to announce anything no, i i uh during the last one the, the woodward search i wrote i wrote a story on my phone while coaching third base for my son's coach pitch team so <laughs> about the the latest candidates so yeah I mean, it's it it that was early october and it just stretched and stretched and stretched i was in washington dc on vacation when they they hired Chris Woodward, and I remember uh, when I was at the other place, they, I was about to go on vacation, and they're like, well, we, I said, who's going to write the story? And they said, oh, don't worry, somebody will write it. We won't call you, and of course they called me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, it, it's just one of those things. And Zoom calls weren't a thing then. That's I mean, right. This was pre-COVID. I remember I was covering, this is my first year doing any of this, and I was doing all of my candidates when it happened. We're going to have to get into a candidate. Once this season's over, we'll get into who the candidates sure. are and get into sure. all of that. Um, anything else for the big leagues before we get to Evan? No, I mean, just, you know, I mentioned it once and we'll mention it again. Uh, rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month, $60 for a year, $35 for uh, six months. Which is going to be a busy offseason. Oh, my gosh. And then subscribe to, to our YouTube channel. That's just, absolutely. And, the, and, the, and these YouTube videos are doing great. There's a video up right now of Josh Young being interviewed yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to get today. I'm going to try to get out there and hopefully get some batting practice videos and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, depending on when I can break out of my office. I mean, we, we've all got uh, – me, I've got other jobs that we're working. But uh, let's go to Evan Carter now. Let's get him on here. After that, we're going to go down in the bus league. So we'll get with Evan Carter right after this.
All right, and joining us right now from Hickory, North Carolina, it's, according to Baseball America, Texas Rangers' top prospect, outfielder Evan Carter. He's been on before, but he's going to come on with us again after a good season that he's having right now in Hickory. In Hickory. Evan, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? We're doing we're doing real well. Uh, thanks for coming on. I, I know you guys had a game last night, so we appreciate uh, you getting up and, and knocking out the cobwebs and, and getting on with us, but... Um, so yeah, so, I mean, it looks like the Hickory season's winding down. How, how, uh, how are you feeling at this point? Feeling great. Honestly, the body feels really good. You know, it, uh, it flew by, honestly, it's, it seems just like a couple weeks ago that we were in spring training. So it's a uh, first full season this year, but it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now the last time I saw you was a couple weeks ago in Frisco. Uh, I think it was awkward for everybody. I mean, I, you know, cause I don't, I don't think they wanted us to see that you were there or know that you'd come to town to see a doc. And then like, you know, you walked by and we said hi to each other and it was just kind of a little, a little bit weird. So, but, but I, well, I mean, did, were they just giving you a kind of a welcome to Frisco, a little introduction of where things might be headed? Uh, no, it was just it was just it was to be with, with the, the, the trainer, trainer there. That's all. Oh, all. okay. Just had something going on until I saw the doctor. Yeah, it it was uh, what a, what did they tell us? A knee bruise or something like that? Yeah, yeah. They just wanted to make sure it wasn't anything more than what it was. All right, but you didn't seem too worried. No, no, I I, I was I wasn't worried. Okay, good. Um, what did you think though of of, of Frisco? I mean, the, it's a, the facilities. It's a loaded. It's a great. It's a great ballpark, and it's a loaded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was my first time being there. It's beautiful for sure. What uh, does it? How, how, when, when you see that, are you like, okay, are you making making plans on where you're going to hit the ball out next year, <laughs> or maybe maybe even later this year? You know, I mean, there's still time. They've got one more home set, one more series, I guess. I, I get, but yeah, it's a it's a road series, but it just seems like that that's going to be where you're going to be next year. Are you already thinking that? Uh, honestly, right now, just trying to be where my feet are. I'm in Hickory right now, so just trying to finish out strong here and not get too far ahead of myself. All right. So, how do you feel like you've done this season? Obviously, you said it's it's flown by, but you also mentioned this is your first full professional season after you were dinged up last year off the back deal. Uh, how 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 satisfied are you with with what you've been able to accomplish? Um. For me, I, I feel like I've controlled what I can control, and regardless of the outcomes, I've been happy with my effort and preparation that I feel like I've done to be ready for the season. So that's really all that I can, you know, judge. I guess are the things that I can control, and uh, I'm really happy with those. So it's been it's been a good year as far as that goes for me. Yeah, I, you have like a I don't, I don't, I've never heard this term in baseball, but you have like a, you have a triple double. You have you have double figures and, and doubles triples and home runs you don't see that a lot what would are, are you are you just are you coming into your power are you seeing balls go over the fence that maybe last year wouldn't have uh is, is are the ballparks there perfect for hitting the ball in the alley and, and running your, your butt off what would what, what's uh how, how's that all working out um honestly you know we've talked we've talked me and tom talk about it a lot actually we always talk about how power is more of a is more of a, I guess, hitter's ability rather than actually being, you know, strong or this, that, and the other. And it's, I feel like power always comes the more experience that you have hitting. Um, it's more of an approach thing for me. So hopefully, you know, the more, the more I see pro pitching, the more my approach gets, I guess, more experience it gets. Uh, hopefully that'll start to come a little bit more. And, uh, the field in Hickory is great, man. I, I really like it there. Um, it's definitely, you know, I feel like it's a cool part for lefties and righties both. So it's definitely not a uh, it's definitely not a Greenville field where it's three eighty down right field. <laughs> <laughs> some, yeah, uh, that, you know, some of these minor league parks are great. I mean, you know, you, you get you get right. You know, there was a period there when I was growing up, and John, you too, where the major league ballparks were cookie cutters. You know, yep. You could go like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, you know, those those three ballparks all three twenty five down the line, three sixty in the alleys, four hundred right. center. That's kind of the way it was all built. Yeah. But you know, now with with the new construction, there's there's a lot more there's character. Uh, a lot more character. But my, not like minor leagues. Minor leagues has got character in those ballparks. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh look, 
you know, we John mentioned it right off the top, Baseball America has you as the Rangers' top prospect. Uh, if you hear, when you hear something like that, what what goes through your mind? Um, man, honestly, I, I try not to. I try not to put too much uh, focus on that or pay too much attention to it. I mean, that's just somebody else's opinion of me. It's not my opinion of me. So honestly, for me, I try not to give it too much merit or too much value. Just kind of keep trying to do it, do what I'm doing and worry about where I'm at right now. All right. Well, I mean, it's, uh, there are a lot of people though who, who don't do that. And we're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we, we kind of make our money doing, doing, uh, not, not doing that, but, um, and, and we talked about this the last time you're on and, uh, but like from where, where things were two years ago when you were selected and they didn't know who you were. Yep. I mean, is there some reward in this? I mean, there's, there's gotta be a little reward. Yeah. I mean, you know, it definitely makes you feel happy that, uh, you know, the people that did kind of trust their decisions or, you know, kind of stick their necks out for you and make that decision, you know, you feel proud that you kind of proved them right. Um, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely not out here trying to prove people wrong, but I mean, it's, it definitely is rewarding to kind of feel like the people who did kind of trust in that were, you know, didn't make him look stupid. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but for the yeah. Rangers, yeah, I, and I hate to say it, COVID was a blessing because no one got to see Evan Carter really go out there. Yeah, what he no, did. That's something Kip has said. And, and, and I'm, I'm in no way trying to give any kind of thing to, to COVID, but for the Rangers, it was certainly good that Evan didn't get out there. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, and you've probably heard Kip say this, Evan, that, that they feel like if if you had had your high school season, that, that people would have would have known you, then you might have even gone higher. So maybe it wasn't a blessing for you, but it was for the Rangers. <laughs> certainly was. Yeah. Uh, so where are, we, where are you going to work on this offseason? Um, honestly, I, I think this offseason I'm going to try and, you know, get back in the weight room. Last, last offseason was a little bit different for me, just trying to be a lot more conservative, um, just trying to stay healthy throughout the uh, throughout the new season coming up, which would have been this year. Um, so I'm probably just going to try and get in the weight room, be a little bit more aggressive this offseason than I was last year, just try and get a little bit, get a little bit of weight, maybe get stronger, um, and just kind of try and, you know, get with my hitting guy and always learn something new. There's always always stuff to be learned on the offensive side, and uh, yeah, that would probably be it. What What do you weigh right now? Uh, right now, I'm about 190. Okay, what so, do you start the season with? That, that trying to maintain that throughout the whole season. Is that where you started? Uh, I, I started about 195, so it's it's not been too bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, not at all. That means you've kept weight up. I mean, five pounds is for me. Five pounds is nothing. <laughs> I can put it on and take it. I can take it off harder, but now I can put it on with no problem. What? What? Yeah. So, um, do you have a, a target in mind? You want to be two hundred to start next year? Um, I, man, setting goals and uh, expectations for me has been something. It's almost like a trap for me. I, I try and set a goal, and then you don't get there, and it's kind of yeah, like crap, crap. And you're bummed out that you didn't get there. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, I'm just gonna try and set out a plan and uh, follow it and whatever happens at the end of that happens and uh, just kind of got to be okay with where you're at come next year. Yeah. And you brought up an interesting point. You really didn't have a normal off season because you're coming off the back injury and, and they probably did want to be conservative. Sure. Having, having a long history of back injuries, I completely understand it. Um, but like, you know, it, yeah, it's time. I think uh, if you got through this year without any issues, back's good. You just got to do your core maintenance work. Uh, you played a lot like, of games like I'm a doctor. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I tell you what, though, you got to watch out because, because that, that, that week and maybe the two weeks after you get married, there <laughs> December <laughs> and Christmas, yeah. you're going to put on some pounds, my man. Yeah. You got to hit that weight room to get that, make that good pounds because you're going to be, you're going to be dealing in some food. Yeah, hopefully so. <laughs> yeah. So, for those who don't know, Mr. Carter is going to have a Mrs. Carter here in December on December seventeenth. So big uh, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations on that. What's your fiance's name? Uh, Kayla. Uh, Kayla. 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 Okay. All right. Everything falls into order uh, once you get married. I, I didn't. I didn't think that was going to be the case. I was. A, I was a bachelor until I was thirty three, almost thirty four. Yeah, I was thirty five when I got married. Well, there you go. But yeah, yeah. Start start early and, and enjoy enjoy the ride. But um, yeah. 
I'm, I'm pretty much out of baseball questions. I mean, you, you answered them all. Yeah, you're, you're... Time to go fun? Yeah, time to go fun with John Moore here and, <laughs> and, the, and the funny questions. All right, so we're going to go to the funny stuff. Last time we we learned all about you and, you know, where you played ball and, and you know, other sports you played. I'm going to go on. You played your first full season of minor league baseball. So we're going to talk about the Hickory Crawdads here. What teammate's the funniest in the clubhouse? Who's the funniest guy on the team? Gosh, man, probably – Probably Cody Freeman. Probably he's always doing something funny. Doing something crazy. Okay, who's the who's the best dressed everywhere you guys go? Who's who is uh, a little more dapper than the rest of you? Um, probably probably Chris Cease. Chris Cease has always got some. Uh, he's got a he's got good style. I don't have style. I just kind of wear whatever. Um, but he's always, he's always got something <laughs> cool on. You, you wear the Bass Pro Shops line there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. man, we, we talked about it last time. This guy's a hunter. The hunt season's about to start when the season ends. Him and I are going to go out and get white-tailed deer and have some, have some food <laughs> on the table. That's right. All right, what teammate has the best hair? The best hair? Um, it was probably Trevor Hover before he left. That's, oh, that, yeah. That'd be my yeah, he's got some locks, doesn't he? <laughs> you always get that. Okay, this is always a fun one because you find out who the tough guy is. If you had, if you're in a street fight, who's the one teammate you want standing with you? If you had to, if you got to had to square off. Oh man, um, gosh, probably Chris Cece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you seen Chris Cece? Yeah, oh, Simon oh, Spring when we were out there. We talked to Evan actually, but they, he had already been on. Okay, who's the biggest prankster? Prankster. Um, gosh, that probably it would have been Joe, Joe Corbett before he left. Yeah, that's true. Joe from West Texas. Joe who? Joe Corbett. Corbett. Okay. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, what's the best prank you've seen? Was there a good prank he, he played, or anything you've seen? It's always, you know, I mean, I know some like sometimes if you break one of the unwritten rules of baseball or something, kind of like a root court or something like a kangaroo court. Um. You might come in and all your, all stuff, your stuff might just be going. Like, like, you know, like he might hide <laughs> somewhere. Like he, he's always doing something. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. it's a long season. Yeah, it you is. Know, and, and yeah, you gotta. You, you, and you don't have these gigantic clubhouses like you do uh, in, in Arlington in the major leagues. And you guys are sharing tight quarters. You're sharing bus rides. Yeah. You have a roommate. Um, you gotta. They're your family, man. I mean, you know that, that's what that's what they always say. It's, yep. They spend more time with with the guys than they do with their family. So absolutely, you gotta have somebody to keep it light. Sure. <laughs> okay. Are you a seeds or gum guy? Um, gum. Gum. Okay, that's pretty easy. Okay, so when you're on a bus ride, you guys go on these bus rides. You know, what do you do on the bus? Do you watch watch something? Do you read? What do you do on the bus rides? I am. I'm either asleep or, or probably, probably watching watch the movie. movie. Watching a movie. Yeah. So yeah you, so you can sleep on a bus? Yes, man. I, you know, I'll end up, I, I can I sleep can just sleep about anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, That's a good thing to have. I can't do that. My wife can't. I can't sleep in cars, but my, 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 my hidden skill is, and it might be my best skill. I love everything I do. It might be my number one skill is my ability to sleep on an airplane. I, I fall asleep. I fall asleep before takeoff. I can't do it. And, and I, I pretty much stay out until the pilot comes on and says, uh, We're making our approach. Get ready for her. Yeah. <laughs> Stewardesses or flight attendants prepare the cabin for for, for land because I'm, I am I can just do it. I wish I could do that. I cannot. And he, he can, can do, do it on a bus. So he can probably do it on a So, what, what movie? Yeah. Have you seen a good movie lately? Um, I'm trying. Me, Tom, and I are actually right now we're watching a TV show. Uh, oh, that's what my next question was. What are you guys binge watching? All right, what are you watching? Uh, okay, okay, we're watching the Terminal List on Amazon with uh, Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, we, my wife and I watched that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. I saw that. That is good. Yeah. How many? How many uh, episodes in are? We are three episodes in right now. So we just started it a couple of days ago. Um, okay, it's kind of hard to find time to watch, but long episodes, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what that's we're on right now. That's pretty solid. Any other suggestions for people that, that y'all watch? Some good shows you binge watch? Man, I if we're just killing time, I Seinfeld's Seinfeld always on. on. I really I like really Seinfeld. Like. A lot. <laughs> I like Seinfeld too. That's good. So, uh, uh, my wife and I we watched the uh, and the kids. Uh, we watched the the Top Gun. You can get it on Netflix. Yes, it's good. It was great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maverick. It was phenomenal. 
I, 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 you, you young guys have to understand that came out my senior year of high school. I mean, I, I saw it. I was 10 when it came out or something. When was your senior year of high school? 1986. All right. I was 12. Okay. So 1986, it came out. That was the, we had a movie review in our school newspaper. The time I wrote was when I wrote for the school newspaper, um, doing that. So, okay. Got to go back to you though. Besides Hickory playing in that stadium, what's your favorite road stadium you played yeah. at this year? Not Green Greenville. Greenville. Yeah. You do oh, like Greenville? Greenville. All right. Even yeah. with the long right field? The ball flies there. Even with the long even, even with the long, long fence, fence, it flies there. It no. does. Okay. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good answer for a dinner. Greenville, that's good. You, okay. Pitcher might have a different opinion. But. Okay. Last thing. Last thing we're gonna get on it for, for you minor leaguers, it's kind of the same because if you're not if you're not uh, in, in your apartment there that they've got you, you're in a hotel room on the road. What's your routine? How does it? What about what time are you up? What do you eat? What do you do before you get to the park? Tell me your daily routine as a as a ball player. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I probably wake up around nine thirty, try and get around nine hours of sleep or so. Um, so I wake up around nine thirty. Tom and I always make breakfast, and uh, then we'll end up just kind of hanging out until lunch, cook some lunch, and uh, most days we're by the, we're at the field by you know. 132 o'clock so uh it varies every day at the field but you know just go through our routines hitting this that or the other and then uh play the game get done head out by around 10 30 and you know eat dinner at 10 30 and do it all over again so it's uh it's it's kind of it's kind of the same thing you know every day just depending on what time we have to get to the field well that's why it's called a routine yeah yeah routine (laughs) so so who like who makes the better breakfast are you guys just eating cereal we uh so we actually we cook ground beef and eggs and we'll have like a smoothie or something in the morning. So it's kind of our kind of our we're doing a weird diet right now. So it's called a game weight diet. Yeah, I mean, it's like protein diet. Yeah, absolutely. You guys you're not like me. You guys need to be shoving in that that grub, dude. They're gonna sure, yeah. keep the energy up, man. They're gonna, they, they're well, yeah. I mean, and I say it every 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 episode. It's unbelievable how much baseball players eat. It's very it's shocking. It's, it's shocking. But they have to. When you work out as much and do as much energy as these guys, do, you have to. It's crazy. Yeah, I, but wish- I, don't, I don't know if you remember David Murphy, the former Rangers outfielder. Yeah. I'm, he, he, when he played, I mean, he's 6'3", and he was built a lot like you. Yes, he is a lot like you, yes. He ate more than anybody on the team. <laughs> like his favorite restaurant was Cheesecake Factory. Because of the serving size, <laughs> I mean, he would crush food. It's unbelievable. And uh, hey, when you get to Frisco, you can go to the Cheesecake Factory. There's a few of them up there that, that, that he was probably at. We'll give you. We'll give you a couple different recommendations. Absolutely. You come over here. We're going to polish off some good bar- barbecue or something when you come at studio yeah. next year. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Anything else for, for Evan before we let him get out of here? No, but uh, you know, congrats on a lot of things. Making it through your first season. The, the, the wedding, uh, being the, being one of the top prospects in the organization and one of the top 100 in baseball. So, uh, and then, uh, I, I think that a lot of people pull for you because of the 2020 draft and the, the feedback you got. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you may not, you may not be giving people the big middle finger, but I think a lot of people are. For so, <laughs> so congrats on that. Hey, also let let Tom know that uh, we we have already talked. We do plan on getting Tom on here at some point. I know he's not feeling great right now, but we give him a heads up that he is coming on this show too. So we maybe this off season we'll get a hold of him and uh, we'll reach out. But uh, we we want to get JC on here too. I called him Sagisi when I met him at three. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we didn't know how to say it, but uh, give him a heads up that it's coming. But Evan, hey buddy, appreciate it. Congrats on the great season and what you what you've accomplished. Look forward to the wedding. I mean, uh, obviously, it's a big time for you. We're really proud of you on the wedding and, and want to congratulate you here from Rangers today. And uh, you'll be here in Double A next year. We're going to see you then. But, but, Bud, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you all. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right. That's Evan Carter, outfielder for the Texas Rangers, top prospect according to Baseball America. Right after this, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. Thanks, Evan.
All right, that was Evan Carter, outfielder for the Texas Rangers, and according to Baseball America, number one prospect in the Rangers system. Evan, thanks for coming on. It's time now. We need to go down the bus leagues. Let's touch on them. They still got a couple weeks left. Yeah. Uh, we go down. We start at the bottom of the league, and we're going to go up. ACL, anything? Are they done? They're done. They're, They're done. done. Did yeah, they, they win? They got beat. They lost their their one playoff game. It's just single elimination in uh, uh, the Dominican Summer League, uh, Summer League team lost in its first game. So, uh, but, but both, both of them made the playoffs, and then both of well, them. Well, there's two teams. The the DSL has two teams, so the the better team made it to the postseason. But anyway, yeah, you know, if you if you look at it that way, there's if you count six affiliates or six teams, all have winning records, right? Which is not too shabby. Yeah, well, let me tell you what, Down East is barely hanging on to the winning record. Uh-oh. Down East is the uh, low A team. They're the, they're the youngest full season affiliate uh overall they're 65 and 64 so that's only one game over 500 32 and 30 and 32 and 31 in the last in the second half they're five of five of their last 10 they lost last night uh look these are the kids these are the young yeah. ones mitch bratt is uh doing well there Mitch Bratt. i mean they're, they're, they have good pitching you know winston santos emiliano teodo got beat last night but he pitched okay yeah uh they've lost they've lost a lot to to hickory a lot of kids uh, are getting promoted yeah, up, and yeah, and they but they have uh, you know uh, some of the Dominican kids that I wrote about at, at Rangers uh, Today dot com. I guess they weren't all uh, Dominicans, Latin kids. Yeah, um, three three of the four in the story I wrote uh, in July uh, have have moved up and and are playing. Uh, our our good buddies Cam Colley and Ian Muller starting, starting to figure starting, it out, to figure it out a little bit more, uh, getting comfortable. Yosi Galan has has had. Uh, a lot of home runs, a little inconsistency, which right, you know, he's raw and, and still needs to figure out how to how to hit the breaking ball. But um, not 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 bad. There's a good crop of talent in that wave. I don't know which wave it is. I don't know if it's the uh, yeah the the third wave or, or what wave. But you know, there's talent at every level. Yeah, and you go to Hickory. Hickory is the the high A team. They they were one of the more talented teams, but they've been. They've been kind of picked and cherry picked yeah. out of there too. Yeah, sixty six and sixty three overall. They're twenty eight and thirty five in the second half. Scuttled a bit. Not really their fault. They just some players have been promoted. Four and six in their last ten. They did win last night. Yeah. Um. You know, a few guys there that that you got to take notice to. The guy we just talked to. Sure. Obviously, um, his roommate who's had a good year. Yeah. Thomas, Thomas JC. Yeah, he's hitting over three hundred. Um, you know, it. It. He. He's in it. He was the fifth round pick in that five round draft in twenty twenty. Both of high, them were in that five round right, draft. High school kid. Um it, it's Pepperdine. He was going player. to Pepperdine. Right, right. Interesting player. Um, you know, he, he when you when you look at him and, and talk to him, he kind of reminds me of Adam Rosales, kind of that physique, you know. I think he's a more talented offensive player than than Adam. Doesn't uh, use doesn't use batting gloves. Very versatile, can can uh, play a lot of positions. The Rangers have a lot of guys like that, obviously, but that's not a bad thing, no. you know. And and you never know what's going to happen three or four years down the line. But he's sure. he's a good one, obviously. Evan, who's the you know we, the nicest guy around, you, you know. You just saw, and yeah. and uh, he had two hits last night, buoyed by our conversation. And yes, uh, so um, anyway, he's he's a good one, and um, yeah, but yeah, you know, the pitching staff, Larson Kendrich, who started at, at down east, has has pitched there. Josh Steffen from Grand Prairie here has has been promoted. Yeah. TK Roby struck out twelve last night. Uh so, you know, there's still good things happening there and there's nothing wrong with having a full season there. You know, these like Roby is so young, you know, and he he barely well, yeah, pitched so last Evan. year. Evan's yeah, like, Evan's night just turned uh, just turned 20. twenty, right? Yeah. yeah. So um it's um it's okay if these guys don't get bumped up, you know. It, it's not an indication on them. Right. It's just right. uh you've got You've got four teams that have. You got to get playing time for everybody, and you don't have. You don't. You don't have to rush these guys. No, they can. They can get their, get a full season with one team and get to get the idea of, of how to travel and and how to how to prepare every day and and how to stay strong at the end of the season. And it looks like a lot of those guys are doing that. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're gonna go to Double A, and when Double A comes up, I always think it was it Jim Moore that did it. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. That's I mean. Right. Frisco is 70 and 58, 34 and 25 in the second half, 7 to 3 in their last 10. They've won two in a row and they're sitting in first place right now. That's this good. team looks yeah. like they're 
they have a good chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, it would be it would be an added bonus, I think, if if uh, to put them in a playoff scenario, put Jack Leiter in a playoff situation, sure. see what the competitive side if it comes out. Uh, you know, and he's pitched better, of course. Uh, Cody Bradford pitched really well good. last night. Yeah, he and it, and he's he's been really good like the last month or, or or six weeks. He's been very very good. I think Engler goes tonight. <clears throat> Mason Engler's been great. Um, you know, he, he, in his in his first start at Double A, he pitched well in that twenty two to one. We'll this get to guy him right second. here, the twenty two to one game. Uh, that was his debut. He gave up the one run in six something innings, and uh, he'll pitch tonight. And then, yeah, offensively, they they still have a lot. You know, yeah. and, you know, I know Dustin Harris is out for the year, but Blaine Krim uh, last week was the the Texas League Player of the Week. Hit uh, home runs in five straight games. Hit six home runs in five games. Uh, had a had a big hit. Uh, I think it was uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Justin Foscue also still hitting the ball around. good. Hit you know he. He's in a, a guy, a story coming up uh, here either this week or next week for Friday on the farm. So uh, Aaron Zavala, Jonathan Ornelas has been just great all year, you know. And uh, so they, they have the offense. They have the pitching. So, yeah, they, it sounds like a playoff team. And last year last year they were so close to the playoffs, lost the last game. And that – Yeah. Um, in Amarillo, weren't they? In Amarillo, yeah, and that's where they ended up losing. It was a, it was a crazy game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell you what, and and out of all those guys, I, it has just intrigued me, and and we and maybe because we had him on, I'm what, but Aaron Zavala has been the guy that I have just focused in on this year. This guy reminds this could be the next Rusty Greer. This is a guy that could finally get his chance, get to the big leagues. He may never go down. This guy knows how to select pitches. He drives the ball when yeah. he gets a hold of it. He puts a barrel on it every time. Now he's playing with the balls they're going to use in the big leagues. Um, and you know, it was weird. He kind of started weird at high a this year and had a lot of walks, wasn't getting, yeah. but, but he yeah. probably wasn't seeing good pitching. Right. Uh, and he was very selective, but then all of a sudden it, it clicked. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, that guy, every time I watch his bats, cause I can watch it on my little app there, this guy's comfortable at the plate and he looks good. Yeah. Uh, wrote about him last week for Friday in the farm, uh, at rangerstoday.com. And, um, you know, he's not, he, he's probably not as fast as, as Rusty Greer, but, uh, he's he does a lot of good things. You know, he has good rhythm at the plate. Dirty uniform guy that yeah, is always sure, getting the hits sure. when and you. That, and that's kind of kind of one of the things that uh, has been said about him is he's he's just a, scra- a hard nosed, scrappy guy, uh, plays hard, and that's kind of infectious and gets gets sent throughout the rest of the team and kind of sets a tone. So it was a good interview too. Yeah, good interview, good guy. You know, um, that that whole medical anomaly that the rangers called it last year during the draft that made us all wonder what was going on it was just it's just something a growth on his on his uh, spine that he said is no problem right just got to get it checked out and um and apparently i i I don't know that it was as bad as they initially thought so right um i think that's even even better news but yeah keep an eye on him because i think as as he climbs and yeah. the pitching gets better and the umpires get better it's going to be more advantageous for him absolutely and I, i've said he he is the guy that's forcing his way up everywhere sure you want one of those that's the guy that keeps forcing his way to where he goes when he makes the big leagues and i think he does it next year i think at some point now he's not going to start the year yeah. they're just not going to let him start i don't right. care what he does in spring he's going to start at triple a or at least double a or triple a yeah. but that's the guy that when he gets here, it's because you just can't ignore it anymore, and someone's not doing what they they want on the big league yeah, team, or, and they're yeah. going to get him here, or or some other team's going to come in and yeah. just steal him away, and we're going to get sure. some good pitching for him. Go to Round Rock AAA. They're seventy three and fifty nine, still doing well. Seven and three. They've won one. Uh, Zach Kent is shoving sure, up there. Sure, uh, play. You know, another team that, that they're they're right there in it. They're right there in the the mix. They're not in the playoffs right now, but they're close. Uh, yeah, Zach Kent, boy, he he pitched well again um, in his second start last night, six and two-thirds scoreless. So I think he's allowed one run in 12 and a third or 12 yeah. innings, and um, good for him. Uh, rule five guy, um, so maybe this is an odd – maybe he's auditioning for other teams here and mm-hmm. doesn't know it, but the Rangers are, are giving him giving him an audition because, you know, they have so many rule five guys. Right. Uh, you know, Blaine Krim's one of them, Mason Engler, who we just talked about. Jonathan Ornelas, uh, you know, Zach Kent, Acuna, Josh Young, they took care of that. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll later today when they put him on the 40-man right. roster. Uh, is there an open 40 spot? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're Cole, not having yeah. to DFA anyone. Okay. Colwin, Owen White. I mean, I could keep going, spitting out names of, of Rule Five guys, and can't protect them all. You're going to have to either risk losing some of them, or you're going to try on. to trade some of them. And right. then, uh, look, as as the Rangers navigate this off season, you know, we've kind of talked about the pitching market's not great. Um, so do you do you try to acquire pitching? And if you do. You, you, you're gonna have to give up. Ideally, you may want to trade some of these Rule Five guys, and, yeah. and you see that you see those trades happen a lot. I mean, Brock Burke was a Rule Five guy, right? And uh, so there are um, a lot of it's just there's so much at play this off season, and this Rule Five, these Rule, this Rule Five group, uh, which includes Davis Wenzel, who's at AAA, and he's been really pretty good since he's come back from his latest injury, right? Uh, so there are there are guys who. Um, are in the system who you like right now, who may not be in the system come uh, springtime or even come mid-November. Yeah, after Christmas. Yeah. I mean, they, may, yeah. they, might, they might not make it Christmas. That's a good problem to have. And when you – when you, there were years that the Rangers didn't have but one or two guys they protected. Uh, and now they've got to look. And, I mean, look, you could go as deep as 10 to 15 that, <laughs> that, that might be attractive to somebody, and you yeah. cannot protect 10 to 15 guys. You don't have that space to do that. Yeah. So you're going to have to – yeah, something's going to – I'm telling you guys, look, I know the season's going to end, but this offseason, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be yeah. stuff going, and we are not taking off unless it's family time and we have to go somewhere for well, for, for, yeah. uh, for family But when you're all off for your uh, holidays. That's about it. Well, the, um, the Rangers protected three guys last year, and um, I thought they could have protected six. Um, but they, you know – They've already taken care of three with Young, Cole Reagans, and Bubba Thompson. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, putting them on the forty-man end season is basically protecting them from you know something that was going to happen in the in the off season anyway. Right. So then then you just you know you got to figure it out and and you know uh, maybe Martin Perez doesn't sign doesn't resign if he's going to resign until after they set the forty-man you know right. because they they want to have have a certain group of guys protected but. You know, you'll see some guys who come off the roster. Uh, you got to add add a few sixty day uh, guys on on onto the the roster. Um, so it's it's juggling a lot. Of, you know, like Cole Calhoun will come off because he's going to be a free agent. Right. Charlie Culberson, uh, Matt Moore technically will 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 come off, and um, I'm sure I'm leaving out guys, but but yeah. th- those are those are the guys who are going to come off the roster. So that'll create some space, but then they'll you DFA gotta, some that that's just yeah. a, it, it's a, yeah. they're at the end of their time here. Yeah, and and so you just gotta, you know, they may DF, DFA some guys who are prospects who are on the forty man. You're like, well, I gotta I gotta choose this guy or this guy, and, right? And and right now he's higher on my list than you are, and, yeah. and good luck to you. And hey, let me tell you what: for any of these guys that are forty man eligible, that are Rule Five eligible. Um, this is because they have done what they have asked that the, what, that the Rangers find themselves in a tough spot. Um, they are attractive to other teams, so you've either got to protect them or risk losing them. They've played their way into knocking on the door somewhere. Yeah. Whether it's on this team or whether they go in the Rule 5 draft or they get moved because they're close to being 40-man eligible, like you said, uh, where they got to do something. Everyone, Kudos to all of them. They've earned their way here. It's yeah. good to have a deep system. Um, you wish them all the best, and when if you're blocked and you need to go somewhere else, yeah, um, that you it's because you're playing good. That's why. Well, that's why the stuff happens, and that's why there's a rule five draft. That's why you know it, it's it's a thing. It, you know, it's protects them it, from it protects having players from being blocked and being stuck in the minor leagues for all their their whole career. And so, um, yeah, it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's a bad thing if you lose a bunch of guys. Yeah, and, well, the, for the Rangers, it's bad, but the, and, the, but that's because but the Rangers. Want to compete, and they've got to make some tough choices. Sure, and you know they can always add a guy in the Rule Five Draft. That's, Absolutely, that's, if there's that's someone a possibility else. Possibility too. So. Well, anything else before we get out of here? You know, they they I guess they're trying to start a union in the minor leagues, but they're, what's, yeah, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I guess they're all on board for that. I think that's going to trim down even less minor leaguers if that if that ends up coming. To, that's my personal opinion, and I don't know what will happen there. Um, I don't, I don't know if they have a lot of leverage. I mean, are you gonna or or are a thousand minor league players going to go on strike? I, I just you know I can't, yeah I can't see that ever happening. That hurts the little towns that they're in. It doesn't hurt it, anyone. It, 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 you know it, it just I mean it you know the big league team wouldn't have a lot of depth, but you know forty man guys would would still not be able to strike even if they're in the minor leagues. So yeah, um, a team could probably survive for a little while 
it'd be just like 2020, you know? Right. But anyway, it, I don't know. And then, think, then there's going to be some rule changes, apparently. You know, the, the bigger bases, the pitch clock shift. The pro, the proposal is, you know, two infielders have to be on the same, on each side of second base and have to be on the edge of the, no further than the edge of the grass. Yeah, I think that'll help offense. It might it actually might hurt a guy like Nate Lowe, who's really good at going the other way and has yeah. benefited. From, he's been one of the guys that has beat the shifts. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Base, baseball's changing and um gotta roll with it we'll, we'll see yeah all right well guys we're gonna get out of here if you're going out to the to the ballpark tonight i mean this will probably air after the ball the ball game tonight josh young's here for the weekend good stuff happening out at frisco might be a surprise player there can't announce that yet but there's someone that that, that might be getting some work out at frisco today uh well, any- ricky vanasco i mean i already reported it i mean it's not a big <laughs> deal i mean it, <laughs> yeah okay but but this is their last this is their last homestand yeah and, and so uh, don't know if he's going to get a start out there this weekend i yeah. thought they set their rotation but he'd probably get an inning or two yeah if he if he yeah i'm sure he probably will make a little appearance and uh, good for Ricky. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Hasn't had the guy. year he wanted for sure, but you know what? His first year back from Tommy John. This he, is his first. This is his first full year. I mean, yeah, uh, 111 strikeouts in 87 innings. That's that still works. that's that what works. you want. Yeah, that guy's right. making a case. Guys, we're gonna get out of here. Six nine, uh, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars a year, thirty five dollars for six months at RangersDay.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so that we can uh, start monetizing this thing and doing more great stuff. So, uh, absolutely. That's all I got. That's it, guys. Till next time, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.